Life is crazy. The world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastors Live helps you learn to juggle. Pray, go. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, yeah, You're interrupting yeah. me, Dave. Lord, go before okay, us in Christ's yeah. name. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. You're listening to the top-rated, number one absolute best podcast. Well, according to Pastor Dave and the other three listeners, this is Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. Worship is not an observation time. This isn't... Yeah. Entertainment. That's yeah. right. It's participation. And yeah. speaking of participation, participation. it is Pastors Live. Participate it's, with us. It is Friday. Pastors it's Live at the Friday, Friday, September 23rd. It's uh, <laughs> wow. Just keep talking. Just keep rolling. You just want me to keep going? Okay. Keep rolling. All right. Yeah. Say so it is. It is Friday, September twenty third, and it is National Redhead Day. Yeah. Hoo, 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 hoo. Hey baby. Okay. So, uh, oh, my baby. Uh, Isaac. Yeah. So. I remember this day from last year because uh, James and I both have a reason to celebrate today. Because it's also Native American Indian Day, and I remember oh. you're from first. You're with the First Nation in Canada, actually. Amjawang First Nation. There it nice. is. Nice. And in up north. Yes, just north of the Great Lakes. There you go. In the land called Sarnia, not Narnia. Same thing I said last year. <laughs> <laughs> so well, speaking of the best of. So, so yeah, yeah, we don't have a lot of original material. We and, just keep recycling and year after year. And I'm married to the most beautiful redhead. I mean, Ty's a good-looking redhead, but she's not the most be- he's not the most beautiful <laughs> she, redhead. And, and you guys, guys are you guys aren't married. So uh, No, Ty and I are not married <laughs> no, to each other. No, not at all, no. Shane's yes. over here shaking his... Gabby is a very pretty redhead. Yeah, sorry. She's my second... <laughs> favorite redhead so we had a great time the other night by the way yeah it was fun do strawberry blondes count as redheads absolutely absolutely not, not. you're saying no <laughs> and yes all at the same time uh, well here's the thing <laughs> so hybrids. he's a diplomat so here, here's the issue but here, I'm a diplomat. did you say democrat no, he's a <laughs> diplomat diplomatic <laughs> So oh, here, here's Where's a question. Where's the line though. on that one? Wait, 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 but there's a question <laughs> in all this. We're right on the line. Does everybody know? Yeah, right. Uh, does everybody realize how few redheads there are in the world? Right. Yes. Isn't it like two percent of our population? Three percent of the world's population yeah. are redheads. Aren't they endangered? Or and they're something? they're endangered. <laughs> they're an endangered species. So. Um, Which is why my wife is always packing, so be careful. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's don't right. tell them that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. We're a dangerous species. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but, so, but, you know, that, they have. That's a line from Three Amigos, right? There's famous and infamous. infamous. There's danger and endangerous. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's, oh, man. Look here. Look here. Hey, you so, guys. Yeah, so hey, by let's the way, start the show. We yeah, should start recording. We, yeah, we should start recording now. All right, it's Friday, September twenty third. <laughs> Our readings today are in Second Corinthians eleven, uh, the last part of the chapter, Proverbs chapter twenty six, 
uh, verse 2, uh, Psalm 79 and 2 Samuel 14. And again, like we said, it is a Native American Day, uh, Native American Indian Day, and then also it is Redhead Appreciation Day. So we appreciate all the redheads out there. And if you're, hey, and by the way, go buy Greenhouse Coffee today at 2299 East 17th Street. Um, and, you know, check it say out. Say hello to my redhead. Yeah, say hello to Gabby. She'll be uh, taking care of the shop today. So uh, that will be great. And gentlemen, as we've been looking through the readings, um, there's just so much to talk about in God's Word. But I, I wanted to share something with you guys that I, I have found really interesting over the last couple of days is that um, kind of going back over my notes for a conference I went to, how, you know, everybody keeps coming back to, hey, listen, guys, it's about Jesus. OK, it's it's not about it's not about tribalism. It's it, you can be part of a tribe, but you don't have to be tribal. Um, and, you know, this is about Jesus. It's it's not about anybody else. Uh, it's not about a certain type of ministry. It's about Jesus. You know, do you guys find that encouraging when you, you hear people coming back to, hey, listen, guys, let's make this about Jesus again? Right. That's why it was called the Jesus movement back in the day, you know, because uh, we are part of a tribe. We are not tribal in that sense, you know, but we're part of a tribe. We're part of the Calvary Chapel tribe. And right. and we, that's part of how we do ministry. It's part of our connection. It's it's and But I, I found it really interesting how, um, you know, people were like, listen, truth and love, this is who we are, this is what we do. But man, in the end, it comes back to it's got to be the message has to be about Jesus or we're missing the point. Well, that's the, the, the whole point of Second Corinthians 11, right? He's talking about false apostles and those who uh, are deceitful workers and all. And he goes, it's no wonder even Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Right. And so in verse 15, which is actually the end of yesterday's uh, reading, but it, it all goes together. He says, it's no great thing if his ministers, Satan's, also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. And the point there is that um, if a ministry becomes about a man, that is actually a satanic uh, instrument. Yep. Does that make and, sense? And Galatians it, would agree. It's satanic for a church to be focused or developed around a man, uh, it's subtle. We say, oh, you know, uh, we're all about this guy, that person, the other. They're the, the focus. Their teaching is our focus. That's actually satanic. The focus is supposed to be Christ. And so, you know, if the minister or the, or the ministry emphasizes, you know, uh, the morality or the ide- ideology of a, of a person— Rather than the righteousness of Christ, I mean, then something is wrong. That's why Paul says, test every spirit. Yes. Because if the if this church or that movement, whatever it is, is about a man or a man's ideology, something's amiss, man. That We have to be all about Jesus. And it's cool if you're Calvary Chapel or if you're Calvary Baptist or if you're Calvary Pentecostal. Who cares? Are you about Jesus? That's all I care about. Well, you know, over the years, you know, uh, people talk about, you know, you go. it goes from a uh, from kind of a man to a movement to like, you know, like somebody starts to do a work, but then it becomes this mausoleum That's sometimes right. where it goes from this place where there's vibrant life when you start focusing on this, the man instead of on Jesus, you know, right. because something starts in the spirit and then you start attaching the work of the spirit to people. Like it's about this person or this teacher and um, one of the things that we've been talking about around here is the idea of Jesus, community, and then mission. And the I, community 
just and I don't know if you guys have had this conversation with people. Um, consuming Christian content does not make you part of a community. Right. Right. I listen to these twelve podcasts and I read these books and I watch these five pastors online. That you're not part of community and right. you need to be part of community. Um, and I think sometimes we miss on that. You know, it's like, hey, we really need to be part of community. Um, and that community, the foundation of that community is Jesus. And we make it a man. That's that's shaky because that that's a foundation that can be altered or changed. I'm like, look, yeah, there, there I'm not perfect, no man. I make mistakes all the time. Right. Yep. There yeah. is no mediator besides mediator besides that of Jesus Christ. Right. right. And and the moment that someone tries to step into that role, right. that's where it gets fishy, man. And and you gotta. Or if we let somebody into that role, even if they don't yeah, want it. Yeah, exactly. Like how many people over the years, Ty, have we heard say, oh, I was baptized by Chuck Smith at Pirate's right, Cove. Right. Oh, well, my gosh, you get to the front of the line in heaven because you Chuck Smith baptized you. <laughs> Who cares? Right. Yeah, but that's, but that's, that's, a, that's, that's a great yeah. awareness for church leaders because right. uh, sometimes I'm guessing, you know, people don't enter into ministry with that mindset. Like, I can't wait to get all this power. It's more like it's given to you and you don't stand firm in your faith, renewing your mind every day, taking up your cross and dying to yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's it's easy to take that praise and not divert it back to Jesus. Oh, you were amazing in the pulpit. Hey, thank you. As opposed to, well, really praise was, God, praise I. God that his word spoke to you. Yeah. You know, that's that's a sobering reminder for us who haven't fallen into that trap yet. Yeah. Abide, abide, abide in Jesus Christ. A hundred percent. Yeah. We just have to abide. Yeah. In him, not in anything else. Well, and he that's, is the rootstock. He is the vine. Yeah, and if we, you know, and we want to produce fruit, and when we're hanging out with Jesus, we produce fruit. Yeah, that's I mean, the that's cool part. Yeah, that's, that's that's the best part. Um, hey, Shane, did you have comments and yeah, questions it, that came in? It, it kind of has to do with the the area in Second Corinthians that we're in. Uh, this okay. is from Clarissa in Ashton. It hey, says, Clarissa. Good morning, Rev Radio. Thank you for bringing in Tim and the Glory Boys last Friday. My kids and I truly were blessed by their music. Awesome. She says, I thought they would have shared more of their testimonies and strength in Jesus Christ, but they also made it very apparent that they are true followers and believers in Jesus. Absolutely. I have a question for the pastor's podcast. If you could kindly pass this along, Paul mentions that he is humble when face to face, but bold toward you when I am away. I understand it says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, that there is a time to be gentle and a time to be bold. Jesus described himself as being gentle and humble in heart, while Paul rebuked believers and encouraged them to repent, which is also what we do as parents, correct? It's needed and very necessary. I'm curious, though, why Paul used those specific words. Any thoughts? Oh, I got some thoughts. I'll throw this out real quick, and then I'll let you guys kind of bat this one around a little bit. Um, here's the thing that I realized. Um when you're face to face with somebody, that relational connection is super important. And he says, "Man, when I'm with you, I'm I'm gentle when I'm with you. We're gonna be we're in a relationship. There's a love that's going between us." And then he says, "Man, when I'm gone, I'm writing this letter. I'm I'm just gonna lay down these facts. I mean, this is just the way it is." And it's almost like think about like when you're with somebody and that that conversation, like I don't want there to be any misunderstanding of who I am, like, hey, I love you, I care for you. But then sometimes you have to lay down that law and say, no, but this is the line. And he says that when I'm writing to you, I'm writing, this is the line. This is where we're at. We're not we're not crossing that. 
you know, the, here's where it's at. That's one of those things that I would think about, like for Paul. He's like, when I'm with you, man, there's a lot of, I'm going to show you grace. But right now I'm writing to you boldly because I need you to understand what I'm saying. I, I don't want to have anything that's misunderstood um, in, the, in my writing. And so that's well, he, just one of those He follows up by saying, but believe me, this next time I come, you're, yeah. gonna, you're going yeah. to hear my voice inflection as it relates to this letter. I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to tell you. you. Yeah. yeah, and there comes a point in time, and Dave, that's that. That's like, when does that, I mean, we've had this conversation, yeah. like when, when do you go, okay, listen, th- there's been, th- there is grace, but there's a line that's been crossed here. <laughs> well, Ty, you yeah. and I both talked about this when we were still raising our children, uh, you know, the definition of obedience is doing exactly what you were told immediately with the right heart attitude. You're right away, and all the way with the happy heart. one of those three things is missing, it's not obedience. So obedience doing exactly what you're told immediately with the right heart attitude. And there are times when somebody will sort of, who, who maybe is subordinate to either a pastor or a parent, an employer, whatever it might be, who might be missing one or two of those ingredients, but they're like, all right, I'll do what you want me to do. Man, that has to be addressed because if that attitude is allowed to continue, it will just fester. Does that make sense? Yeah. But so there comes a point sense. where you do have to say, hey, I'm, I'm glad you took out the trash, like I said, like maybe it's an employee at Amazing Glaze or something, and you say, I'm glad you did what I asked you to do, but I need you to do it with the right attitude. And if, you, if you're walking through the dining room, like when I was in the restaurant business, if you're walking through the dining room grumbling about doing what you've been asked to do so that the customers, our clientele, can now hear you grumbling, you're no good to me. Right. Well, I did what you asked me to do. No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that comes from the foundation of relationship. Yeah. Because, you know, in, in Scripture where it says children obey your parents, uh, right after that it says fathers do not embitter your children. Right. That's right. And you would embitter your children if all you did was bark out orders without right. having the relationship. Right. Same thing with Paul in this passage. He can't write a bold and effective corrective letter without having the relationship first. You can't just randomly write a letter to someone you don't know and, and expect it to affect any kind of thought that, or change. Take that guy out of church and don't let him take communion. Well, wait a minute. But that's what people are doing online all the time. All the time. Now, you're right. I'm trying to make the point. That's the way we've always done it. But that's (laughs) the way people are doing it now, right? But the the whole thing is that's what people are doing right now. They're keyboard warriors. They're keyboard warriors, and they're just like, they have no relationship with these people. I I had something the other day. It was very simple online. I can't remember what it was. It was probably something I heard at the conference right when I was gone. And I just put a little sentence online. And man, these people just got nasty. And I'm like, I don't Didn't know you. Yeah. Who are you? And right. I, why are you saying stuff like that? That's right. so wrong. Okay, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not tooting my own horn. So if it comes across that way, correct me. Um, but <laughs> there it was. Sorry, guys, I couldn't help myself. So this new this new podcast, Culture Crux. Uh, we have about three episodes in the can. It's going to be released pretty soon here with the fourth episode um, just about to be recorded. And if you were to just come across, let's say you're a keyboard warrior, and I gave you a profile of one of these people that I'm sitting down with and having a conversation with. Like, for example, there's one lady coming up. Uh, she's active in the LGBTQT community. She was raised uh, stringent LDS, and she left. But if, if I just gave you her profile online, Christians could effectively say, well, let me tell you why she's wrong. But here's the thing. I've entered into relationship with her. I'm asking to hear her story. She actually came to Water Springs when I was preaching a couple weeks ago because we've now entered into relationship. And I'm not saying I'm doing it right. And I'm not saying I've got it all, you know, all the boxes checked, but I'm encouraging you. 
rather than you know making it your mission to go correct people through letters and and words and uh, just stirring up the fire go relate to people jesus went into the homes of tax collectors uh-huh. and sinners so that yes. he could have community relational well, community yeah and that way it would give weight to the words that he would use because and because they had be- relationship be- and i think this is what paul's getting at right because, because meek I have relationship. doesn't mean just be nice and say whatever people want to hear that's not what that word means so Jesus would tell Peter, get behind me, Satan. Like, that's not the nicest thing to say, you know, but he had relationship with Peter. And there comes a time where you did have to say, hey, man, what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. Well, and I think that's all yeah. part of building relationship, right. too, is being willing to have that hard, you know, have that hard conversation. Because if you don't have that, if you're not willing to have the hard conversation, are you really showing them love, too? Right. You know, right. being honest with somebody fully and openly that's where it's hard. You know, I mean, I think over the years with you, bro, Ty, I'm pointing at Ty. So you yeah, know. I was gonna say, uh, how, yeah. You know, I mean, we've, we've known each other for 27 years, 20. Yeah, we've had hard like conversations. On and there's both, times both when, directions. there's times when you've looked at me and been like, bro, man, I love you, but you're wrong. And, yeah. and it's what I need yeah, to our hear. Our words do matter. Faithful and, are the wounds <laughs> of a friend, but deceitful are the kisses of an enemy. That's and right. Yeah. It's by those conversations that you really start to build that relationship. Yeah, because if you swing the complete opposite way and you're just a people pleaser, a yes man, because you want people to like you, that's mm-hmm. not genuine relationship either. Right. right. Yeah, and then there's then there's this is the this is where you begin to struggle as a pastor because you you know you do you are concerned about relationships, and but then there's this point where you're like, so you're not somebody's pastor till you tell them no. That's reality. Like until you tell somebody no. That's wrong. No, we're not going to do that. That's when you know because then they turn around and they they kind of fight you and they hurt, you know, it's like, or they run away. They're like, well, that pastor doesn't love me because he won't let me do whatever I want. (laughs) And you're like, your heart starts to break because relationships break down. And that that hurts me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it does. It hurts my heart. It's one of those things that I would hope that that you know we would really love people because Paul, without question, Paul loved people, and especially he loved the Corinthians, and especially in his his writing is super super raw, and of course through this passage it is really it's really raw, basically because like Dave said, look, I've been nice to you up front, and I'm being bold to you in letter, and trust me when I come you're going to hear that boldness um, from me because I love you because I care about you. Um, and so I would hope that we would all just keep loving each other, you know, and doing what we're supposed to be doing. And so that's just one of those moments. I hope we answered the question clearly. That was yeah. a long answer for a, a question. Yeah. Anything else over there? Any other questions or comments? No, that's it. All right. And we're done. No, we Hey, we didn't even mention this today. Did we 94 days until Christmas? We have not mentioned it. We're less days than less than three digits. Yeah, and, and by the way, have you guys noticed that the, a lot of people are doing a lot of countdowning to a midterm? Have you guys noticed that? Oh, yeah. Yes, the countdowns yeah, yeah. to midterms. You know, so here, here's my encouragement uh, for everybody who's listening. Uh, pray for our country. Pray for the nations around the world. Pray for peace. Uh, but uh, I, it's been interesting. I had somebody, he, every time I see him at church, he tells me how many days until <laughs> midterms. And I, I was like, well, thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. I but, uh, so as a word of encouragement to, to our listeners, uh, yeah, go vote. go vote, but whoever's in, in leadership right now in any country in the world, they will not be the leader forever. Whatever laws are in place, whatever constitutions or political documents um, are the foundation for the country in which you live, those will not last forever. 
what will last is the word of the Lord. His word yes. lasts forever. Amen to that. And Jesus will be on the throne eternally. And so there's no end to his reign. And so that's an encouragement. If we get too sidetracked and too focused on political issues and it raises our blood pressure, it gets us angry at other believers as keyboard warriors or whatever, or causes division in the church, which it should not, we have to realize that we stand in an eternal kingdom as citizens of that kingdom. And this is all temporary, everything we're experiencing right now. Right. Absolutely. Hey, guys, you know, something we have not mentioned in the last few days, and and we would be remiss if we forget to do it. If you, one of our listeners, or all of our listeners, or both of our listeners, if you have a birthday coming up or know of someone who does, please submit that name to Pastors Live, and the name could be drawn for a free coffee from Greenhouse Coffee in Idaho Falls. Boom. So, uh, yeah, that send that name in to pastorslive at the rev.fm. Send that name and birth date. And yes, Dean, I see that hand. I, I want to submit my name. My birthday's coming up in April of 23. Okay, that's great. All right. So, uh, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, wow. Hey, here's the deal. Whoa. We are, we are coming up to the, there you go. We are coming up to the end of the program here on this Friday, the 23rd of September. We do want to remind you, you guys, there are so many great things happening this week. And of course, it's homecoming today yes. uh, here at Water Springs. So you can come out at four o'clock and enjoy out. the homecoming game. Uh, I think we're playing Chalice. Is that right, yep, John? Yeah, playing Chalice. Playing Chalice. So come on out at 4 o'clock today for homecoming. And then tonight at 7 o'clock is youth group. Yes. Uh, I was going to have Shane say something, but he's messing around with his phone. And then uh, tomorrow, <laughs> uh, Saturday, 7 o'clock is uh, service. And then Sunday morning, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. here uh, on the Idaho Falls campus, 1045 on the Pocatello campus. We have to say one thing real quick before we go. I got in trouble the other day at Walmart. I walked into Walmart, which I never hardly do. I walked into Walmart. Two guys, the first two guys I saw, both said, oh, Pastor's Live, right? No. I'm not even making it up. The first two guys, oh, Pastor's Live. We listen to you almost every day. And the one guy said, how come you never mentioned Calvary Chapel Blackfoot? Okay, John, I just mentioned Calvary Chapel Blackfoot. <laughs> there and you the go. other guy said, hey, I go to a, cow- to a cowboy church. I can't remember which one. It wasn't uh, uh, with Scotty. It was a different cowboy church. And he goes, you guys don't talk about cowboy church anymore. Well, there you go, and I can't remember that brother's name. So, yeah. But a lot of great churches in our valley, you guys. Go to church this weekend. All right. Hey, you're loved, your family. We're out. And by the way, yes, Simeon is here today. Okay. (laughs) It's the one and only Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. His music, his word, the rev.